The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday. That's from Isaiah 55 verses 1 to 5 and I'm going to share with you again the entire reading where the Lord said, Come all you who are thirsty, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread and your labor on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good and your soul will delight in the richest affair. Give ear and come to me. Hear me that your soul may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you my faithful love promised to David. See, I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander of the peoples. Surely you will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. My dear friends in Christ, imagine if a person read this reading and responded to that by saying, wow, this is great. What God is offering me is he's offering me free water, wine, and milk. And he thought that that was all he'd get from God. Well, Maybe a person might think about that and consider also another story from during the life of Jesus. There was that time when he and his disciples passed through Samaria and well, what Jesus did is he sent the disciples on to get some supplies and he stayed at this well and he met this woman at the well, this Samaritan woman. And what happened is that there was a tired, thirsty Jesus. This woman came to get water from the well and, well, Jesus asked her for a drink and she was really surprised by that because under normal circumstances, Jews like Jesus wouldn't associate or act in a friendly manner with Samaritan people. But here was Jesus asking her for a drink. She was surprised and, well, Jesus said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Jesus continued, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. When this woman heard Jesus say this, she was getting excited because she thought, Wow, is Jesus offering me some water that would mean that I wouldn't have to keep on hauling these heavy jugs of water back and forth, well, empty jugs to the well, full jugs 
from the well back to home. Is he offering me something so that I don't have to do that anymore? This could be great, but see now, what was happening here is really what we call the gospel call. And what happened through all of this is that the Holy Spirit worked on that woman's faith. He, on her heart, called her to faith, made her a believing child of God. And, well, through her witness, what ended up happening is that the gospel call reached out to many other Samaritans and they also were called to faith. But perhaps later on, what this woman may have said to people is she may have said, I thought Jesus was offering me escape from this daily or perhaps more often than daily trek between my home and the well getting water like this and instead he was offering me bigger and better blessings. He was offering me escape from my sins and escape from eternal life. He was offering me eternal life in heaven. Bigger and better blessings. Well, when Jesus, or when the Lord spoke the words of our reading to the people of Isaiah's day, maybe there were people who did get excited about the free food and drink that the Lord seemed to be offering, but the Holy Spirit was working here. There was the gospel call, the gospel call, and there were bigger and better blessings than what the people might have noticed at first. When the Lord said, I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promised to David. Oh, perhaps those people looked at that and said, oh, he's talking about how he's going to restore the Israelite nation and how we'll be a power again like we were under King David. But God said he would give instead the greater David. That's Jesus. Jesus to be the Savior. God said, see, I have made him the greater David, Jesus. I have made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and a commander of the peoples. As Jesus witnessed to the woman at the well and, and to uh, the other Samaritans and people were called to faith and people were made believing children of God as they learned about God's grace and love. So he's going to keep on doing that. And he's our leader. Our leader who's guiding us through this sinful world, guiding us through its problems and troubles, leading us through this world into our eternal home in heaven. And he's our commander who's leading us onward as Christian soldiers so that we can fight the good fight of faith against Satan, the unbelieving world, and our own sinful flesh. But, but as we're fighting that good fight, as we're going onward as Christian soldiers, well, what we can remember is that Jesus, with his death on the cross and his resurrection, what he's already done is he's already won the victory for us. 
And as our great commander, we could say that what he's doing is he's already now leading us on a victory parade to heaven, to bigger and better blessings in Christ. Well, God said, surely you, the greater David, Jesus, will summon nations you know not, and nations that do not know you will hasten to you because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has endowed you with splendor. Jesus and the gospel call is going to keep on reaching out to more and more people, more and more people, to people who might have said in the first place, oh, this God who will give me this free bread and drink, that sounds really good. But instead what he does is he gives us bigger and better blessings. Well, it says that God has endowed Jesus with splendor. And think about how, well, Jesus, after he completed his work, after he suffered and died, after he rose from the dead, how God exalted Jesus and placed him over all things so that right now what he's doing is he's ruling in our hearts through faith and he's ruling over all things in our world, making all things work together for our good so that, well, he's leading us through this life into heaven and he's serving as our commander, helping us to fight the good fight of faith. He's doing all of that to make sure that everything that happens in our lives is always happening for our eternal good bigger and better blessings. Or maybe we should say biggest and greatest and best blessings in Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, thank you for all your amazing blessings in our lives. Thank you for being our Savior. Thank you for your grace and love. Thank you for watching over all things that happen in our lives and, and for making them work together for our eternal good. Yes, thank you for your bigger and better blessings. Actually, for your biggest and best blessings in Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.